Do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? Oh, shit. Oh, shit, my audio is... <laughs> we can okay. add this. We can cut this into, like, another episode. If, if there's another episode that's shorter, <laughs> we can cut this True, in. that's not a bad idea, as you do. Yeah. All right, Ben, take us in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dog Days podcast episode. Uh, we are joined today by 75%, three quarters of the normal crew. We are missing Shane. He's sadly been murdered in a, a mysterious case. That I hate we're going to have to, yeah, they're working to solve it, but they suspect how it play. No, Shane's fine. He's just in New York. Um, the rest of us are here. <laughs> There's no um, middle America in this podcast. All of us live in Chicago, New York, LA, San Francisco, San Diego. There's no in between. And Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to hear about your, um, uh, I don't know, any middle America towns. We don't want to hear about our, what's the one from um, fucking Back to the Future? Twin. Twin Cities. No. Twin Peaks. Twin Pines. I don't know. Twin Pines. Twin Pines. Got him. I think it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I got him there. Cosmopolitans. That's what we are. Modern men. Yeah. Yeah. Living with Samog. Living with modern technologies like the paper, the printing press, and the wheel. <laughs> yes. And the radio. And racism. All very modern inventions. Can you also hear me if I'm looking at my notes? Uh, yeah, but I can't see you, bud. I, if I can't okay. see you, then how uh, am I supposed to, you know? Yeah. I, I think if you're looking through your notes and we can't see you, you got to give us some, like, ASMR. It's like... I like that idea. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? It didn't come through at all? All right. This is the sound of me licking my finger. I'm flipping the note. I never understood that. Why do people do that? Guys. Ah, uh, shit. I don't know if this is if this is gonna pass the uh Shane um Shane standard of quality. So mm -hmm. I'm uh I'm gonna say this later. Off air. But it's, it's a good I think you could just say it and if, if we have to cut it out, we have to cut it out. We gotta you know stay controversial on this show. Stay okay. Relevant. It was something when it happened, it was like, oh fuck, like I should have seen this coming. This is this was really not a good idea. But while I was doing it, I was like, okay, this is like like I'm doing something fun and nothing's gonna nothing bad's gonna come out of this. Um 
And I want to know your guys' opinion. It was Homana's uh, little sister's birthday on last Thursday. I saw her like a bunch last week. I saw her on the day of. Since it was a Thursday, there was nothing big. Like there, there weren't any parties or anything like that. But then on Friday, she did something with her friends. So she invited a bunch of her friends to her place. Um, like a lot of people like that hadn't seen each other in two years. So like it was a big deal. Um, and then I, but then on the same day, I've been trying to get my friends to see the Travis Scott documentary on Netflix for a really long time. Um, but I want to see it. I wanted to see it with him. So then he's finally, um, in town. He's never in town. He's finally in town. I go like, Hey, let's watch it together. Um, on Friday, since you're getting to town late, I can just like go to home and sister's party, leave like early and then go to my place. And then you'll also get there at around the same time and then we'll watch it together and and like watch it hot and then um what i wasn't expecting was that at homana sister's party there'd be uh two or three guys that are almost as good friends with me as they are with homana's little sister because i mean oh my yeah so then they also brought um joints to homana sister's party and then when i was about to leave to go meet my friend they said let's just go down the building together and then while while you wait um to leave like let's just like light one up and then i was like okay and then as i was leaving i had the thought of shit um I just smoked with like three people who are going up into the building and back to the party where, where Homana's parents are. And would they, they know? Don't know? No, I've never talked to them about this at all. Oh. And then it was very clear that like the four of us were going down the like going down the elevator like together and we had a plan of doing something. And then when they came back, I was like, damn, like, we really don't have an excuse for going down the elevator and, like, hanging you out. You just want to, like, check it out. It's like a little roller coaster, you know? <laughs> exactly. Bro, have you guys seen this shit? It's like a box. You get in it. And when you fucking get, when the door opens, you're just, like, in a different fucking place in space. Like, it's crazy. Dude. And it's not even sketchy. Like, it's kind of crazy <laughs> to think about, like, your risk of dying only, like, marginally increases when you get into one of these boxes. Yeah, I have no fucking idea how this shit works, but it's pretty dope. <laughs> Are you guys afraid of elevators in real life? Just a quick sidetrack. Uh, I've never been trapped in one, but I know it happens. I don't know. Like, I think they're pretty safe either way. Yeah. Some people... Like, you, might, you might get stuck. Like, that happens. But I don't think it's like... I think there's so many safety measures to prevent them from, like, falling, you know, and you dying inside them. I don't think, like, I don't know if the last time that happened in the world... Uh, that's what they that's what they don't want you to know though ben <laughs> big big elevator is never gonna let that through otis bro every <laughs> elevator is made otis otis is big elevator yeah dude i mean you're not wrong all right Jadu, sorry 
No, it's okay. Um, I'm not scared of any like man-made thing on not on even principle. Nuclear bombs. I mean, not even okay. a, a gun. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean like shit that's made to make our lives easier, like airplanes and shit. I'm not scared the least bit. I mean, I am scared of cars when you're driving very narrow roads um and there's like two ways the traffic goes two ways and there's no separation between one and the other oh mm-hmm. yeah i'm also very scared of in california it's, to me it's crazy that there's like four way um what do you call those there's like four way awesome. no <laughs> there's like Cars going uh, multiple directions in one place. Intersections? Like, yeah, intersection, yeah. There's yeah, like a four-way intersection. And, like, cars are allowed to get very close to each other. Do you know what I'm talking about? Because Are you talking about, like, two tough. lanes are both turning left? Yeah. Like, they're like going to kind of come at each other, like... Yeah, 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 exactly. They get very fucking... Yeah, exactly. That's crazy to me. That doesn't happen in Brazil at all. And... They don't turn I mean, left? No, I think there aren't any four-way intersections that I can remember. But if there are, there is a... Um, they don't allow two lanes to turn at the same time, is what I mean. So that sure. kind of scares me. Because there's car accidents everywhere because people are stupid. But otherwise, I'm chill. That's a good point, though, Jadu. You know, you bring up a good point. Another thing about, you know, how you're not afraid of man-made objects, except for uh, nuclear warheads and uh, cars at four-way intersections. I'm terrified of four-way intersections, personally. You are? Yeah, I guess I might be uh, safe in Brazil. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I'm actually afraid of turning left. So pretty much like I have a setting that I use on mobs where it only gives me directions, which involve me turning right to get to where I'm going. Um, you know, sometimes it adds a couple hours on the trip to the grocery store, but like, I won't, I won't. Would you say, that. would you say it, it, it's stressful? It adds, you know, it adds very complication to it, but you're all right. Ah, Yes. <laughs> That's exactly why I do it for the puns. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Um, guys, there's six way intersections intersections in Chicago and they're fucking insane. That's actually really cool. It's Have you guys so ever hard. seen this video? Let me pull it up. It's like basically rating all the different types of traffic intersections. No. Oh my god. It's literally insane. This actually one of the deepest level of mathematics. Like, if you go, like, study pure math and, like, you go deep into it, one of, like, the highest levels that you'll get to uh, as far as, like, what you're researching is traffic. Because the math behind traffic is very complicated. It is actually, like, we understand, like, some simple concepts, but actually, like, being able to, like, mathematically predict and prove traffic is probably even more complicated than, like, economics to a much lesser like degree of value to figure it out. Let me send you oh. this video though. 
there's so much variation because it's you know people making decisions right so it makes sense i wait how does that influence i think it should be the other way around like wait, you I, should dictate in, ter- uh, in, in terms of want- trying to model traffic based on you know expect expected behaviors and reactions and stuff is that what you mean by how complicated it is uh it's it's that it's it's definitely that like you don't know how people are going to react like not everyone's going to react perfectly but even if you assume everyone is going to react perfectly like designing intersections that optimize like traffic flow is also very complicated and the math that goes behind like proving traffic flow is like also very very complicated i see especially if you think about like how many different variables there are in the equation like besides like obviously you have like velocity of the driver you have like the number of cars on the road you have the number of lanes you have the direction people are going like how often is someone going to turn right versus turn left versus go straight like there's 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 so many different like variables in the equation and as soon as like one variable changes everything else changes because like if one car like slams on their brakes in the very front of like a long line of cars every car behind is going to have to like slam on their brakes like there's this concept known as like a phantom stop or a phantom red light where it's basically like imagine you have a road and the road is just one continuous circle right so everyone's going to keep driving forever and ever and ever and so everyone's driving on the plane of this circle if all of a sudden at like 12 o'clock the car like at, at whatever car is at 12 o'clock slams on its brakes for three seconds and then accelerates to velocity again and then stays at that velocity all the other cars are going to eventually like have to slam on their brakes also. And it's going to happen at 12 o'clock. So eventually like that initial car that slammed on their brakes in the first place, when they get all the way back around at 12 o'clock, they're going to have to slam on their brakes again because they've been like caught into in a, like a phantom red light. <clears throat> Makes sense. It's like the cause of like the slowdown is no longer there, but all the cars are still slowing down at that one point. It's just like that one uh economics uh riddle about the trap do you know what i'm referencing is it's about a guy that travels into a city where everyone's in debt with another person and oh uh, yes yeah yeah so then the 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 tourist like lends someone money i think and then each person like pays off their debt And then in the end, the guy gets their money back. So, like, there's literally zero sum, like, there's zero difference in the money that's in the system from the beginning, but no one has a debt anymore. And that riddle's supposed to, like, say, like, that we're basically all trapped in this cycle of, like, endless debt where we really don't need to like if everyone's in debt with one another then no one's in debt really i'll, I'll read the story real quick for the uh listeners yeah so is it uh, quick yeah it's, or is it quick. Gonna... it's 20 quick. minutes okay it's a slow day in some little town the sun is hot the streets are deserted times are tough everyone is in debt and everybody lives on credit on this particular day a rich tourist from back west is driving through town He stops at the motel and lays a $100 bill on the desk, saying he wants to inspect the room upstairs in order to pick up one to spend the night. 
As soon as the man walks upstairs, the owner grabs the bill and runs next door to pay his debt to the butcher. The butcher takes the $100 and runs down the street to retire his debt to the pig farmer. The pig farmer takes the $100 and heads off to pay his bill at the feed store. The guy at the farmer's co-op takes $100 and runs to pay his debt to the local prostitute, who has also been facing hard times and has had to offer her services on credit. She, in a flash, rushes to the motel and pays off her room bill with the motel owner. The motel proprietor now places the $100 back on the counter so the rich traveler will not suspect anything. At that moment, the traveler comes downstairs, picks up the $100 bill, states that the rooms are not satisfactory, pockets the money, and leaves. Now, no one has produced anything, and no one earned anything. However, the whole town is out of debt and is looking to the future with much optimism. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Where's, where is, what went wrong? Is there a way to prove that that is the same thing that applies, like, on a nationwide scale, or not nation, a uh, worldwide scale? There'd probably be people, like, of course, very few people would be, like, rid of of debt, but I think everyone would lose a little debt. I think, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know what people have done with that riddle. I don't know if there's studies and theses and shit. I mean, you could just theoretically replace all of the like townspeople with like, na- like nations. Like, oh yeah, yeah, the United States is the pig farmer, and like yeah. Lithuania is the prostitute. Damn, that's well, how I want to. Well, I mean, it just. I feel like that makes sense. That's how you portray Lithuania. That's very insensitive of you. That's true. That's true. Lithuania can be the banker. Oh, okay. Ben, do you know who's from Lithuania? Um, I have a friend from high school that's from Lithuania. Is that who you're talking about? <laughs> no, I'm talking about Davida. <laughs> who? Oh, the, yeah, that one guy. Yeah, he. Um, I I was watching a video today, and um, you know how he never like. Okay, I don't know how into him you are. I really just watched a couple of uh, videos by him on YouTube, so I'm mm-hmm. not like his biggest follower. But today I was curious to like see what he was up to, and I I watched a video, and he never knows the song that someone suggested he's always looking it up so then in this one video that i watched today he's like oh i'm sorry guys i have to look it up because i'm originally from lithuania so i don't know much like popular american music Mm -hmm. um and i was like oh that makes sense but it's also very random that a guy from lithuania like just traveled to the u.s to become a live music producer in the streets right. of like LA. It's weird. But I mean, whatever. Lithuanians are just weird, man. I'll yeah. you heard it here first. <laughs> Damn. Right. They're not weird. They're just they're, they're eccentric. That's that's a hundred percent rate of knowing Lithuanians that are just odd people. Or, I don't know, ex- exceptional. You know what I'm saying, trying to say. <laughs> How about of the ordinary people? <laughs> How about Turkish people? What's what's the score? Uh, Turkish people are great. 
Turkish people are all very edgy, and and they're very carpe diem oriented, hmm. right? I don't know. Was Aren very edgy? <laughs> I think so. Cause like, think of like they don't. Mess happens around. to be the edgiest person I've ever met in my entire life. Then. <laughs> I mean, I can see Uzai bringing up the national average, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he went back to Turkey and still has, like, like wears, like, Ronald Reagan shirts and shit. I wonder what that would, like, mean over there. Like, if people would understand. Not much. That'd be, like, like him wearing an, an Erdogan shirt here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if... I, I thought about it multiple times. Um, there was a... Uh, Okay, I went to a metal concert in 2018, I think, in San Diego, where they were selling uh, merch with Ronald Reagan's face shooting himself in the head and, like, his brains spilling out. And I thought the shirt was dope, but I was like, I'm not going to be able to wear it here. In Brazil, I could. I could. Mm -hmm. I definitely could. Like, no one would think twice about it. They'd be like, oh, cool. Um, in the U.S., though, I think I don't you could, know. Like, Gilbert could... in the streets or something. Yeah, Gilbert yeah. would like strangle you. <laughs> yeah, that would honestly, if you wore that to work, like yeah. we 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 know what kind of energy he's capable of when you insult his uh, political stance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should do. Did we did we interrupt in the middle of your? Story about the fucking elevator, or was that it? Oh, no, okay. The story was... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> the story was, as I was leaving, I was thinking, like, like, this could be the end for me. Because, like, I'm... I clearly went down with, like, went down... Like, I've been saying going down and went down and, and shit but you guys understand what i mean i'm like it's like going down the building to like the street level yeah. um i obviously i obviously left the party to smoke weed with three of my girlfriend's sister's friends um and i was like they could have like a really awkward talk with me tomorrow like if depending on how those three guys arrived back at the party mm -hmm. and I don't know how weird people thought they were when they came back or something like that. Uh, do you, do you really think like, do you think that her parents are like that from, from what you know? Uh, uh, I think, yeah, yes. In short. Okay. Yeah. Would they be able I to think they, they kind of like wouldn't approve. Did they hide it? I don't know. My, the, thankfully, my friends are like experienced, and um, also, I think Homana's parents and Homana uh, went down to like. So there's it's a also duplex. Stuck weird. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's a duplex. So like two floors. It's an apartment with uh, two floors. Um, they were on the top level. Uh, for the beginning of the party. And then after I left, I think shortly after, they went down to the other part of the house where, like, to watch TV or something. So I think they weren't there when the guys came back. Yeah. So I think, like, I just worried about nothing. 
but I was like, damn, bro. I really messed up. I was like, this is dumb. This this was a dumb decision. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess if, if they're the kind of people that would like make her break up with you, you know, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like it was like you were like worried it would be like a problem, you know? No, no, no. It, it would be like just very awkward and like yeah. maybe um but yeah they don't have that kind of power at all like yeah okay and That's... she i told her like i'm going down mm -hmm. yeah but yeah if this wasn't a good uh anecdote we could swiftly move to another one i mean i feel like it's a pretty kind of standard mindset when you're smoking like it's just for for whatever reason, even if it like just doesn't matter, you're just paranoid about people knowing you're high. And I think that's just like anytime you get high, it's gonna happen. Like, you know, if I go to the grocery store high, I'm just like, they all, they all know, bro. <laughs> even, yo, even in Chicago, like, if, even in like, are you still worried? Because I'm not worried. I just like feel awkward if I'm like super high and making an ass of myself in public. <laughs> Also, where are you looking, Ben? Oh, uh, um, while we talk, I'm playing a skateboard game. It helps okay. me focus. Because, <laughs> okay, because I was intrigued. I was like, is he cross-eyed now? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, dude. My eyes, just <laughs> they, they changed, man. I did too many marijuanas, and I'll never be the same. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, Jadu lost. <laughs> I was like, okay, guys, I had some notes written down for things I wanted to talk about. We haven't gotten it for, into, into it in the last few weeks. Have you guys ever thought about the evolution of the word swag? No. <laughs> it's like, I was thinking about this. It's kind of like interesting, like that it's become a mainstream word, but now it's used by the complete opposite like demographic and it has a completely different meaning like when it's usually used in modern day. Like, you know, like when we were in middle school, it was like swag, you know, like we all know what that shit meant. Um, oh, but you now, huh? by the fence while we're oh, eating you fun, do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. But now like anytime I hear swag in 2021, it's referring to like free shit people give out at like company events or, you know, like whatever, like free shirts and pencils and bags or, you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, here, have some swag. Like, yeah. and that's, I don't know if that's like an official definition at this point, like, or if it's still like lingo, you know? Cause I think lingo always makes it into is lingo the right word? Slang, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, slang, like, a lot of slang makes it into the dictionary if it's used widely enough and just sort of adopted. But I don't know if swag's there yet. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I've been thinking a lot about this kind of stuff where I've been, I've been putting a lot of stuff in perspective in relationship to, like, history, L like you're doing right now. Um, and I've been noticing how, um, history just repeats itself and, and a huge insight that I had the other day was like thinking about how, you know, how 
we learn history in a pretty straightforward way. So like people who learn history just learn about like what happened, like the main events. And when we're living history, we live through like the main events, but we also live through like the secondary events and the tertiary events and the events that didn't even like weren't important at all. But like some of them are the ones we really, really remember, like the really unimportant ones. And then I was like, damn, what if like in 30 years, everyone knows BTS and no one knows like Gangnam style, which was like huge for us. And that's, I was thinking that's that. probably was, gonna happen. Like Gagno style is not gonna stay in this, you know, in the cultural zeitgeist. It's still it's yeah, already definitely gone. Not. And and it kind of freaked me out because like I was like, damn, we have like a huge responsibility then to like remember every important thing. So like the word swag, we have a huge responsibility to not let it like to like remember every single thing it ever meant. I think mm -hmm. is our responsibility because otherwise like the history is being built right now. Right. So then what if, what if like 20 years from now, people think of like the golden state warriors as like the biggest team in the history of basketball. Like we know it isn't because we know before 2015, there were nothing right. Or like think of any, Anything else, like slangs, language, like presidents. We're living through all these things. And people like 50 years from now might have like a completely different view of those things. And we're going to know what's real and they're not. And that's going to be very frustrating. Yeah. And I think, like, our parents probably feel that, like, whenever, I don't know, we hear uh, aha steak on me for, like, the 50th time. <laughs> and, like, they know that on the day that song dropped, that was a way bigger song, like, playing on every radio. And we never fucking paid attention to that song, ever. And our parents know that. What songs do you think like have come out in the last like couple of years that will be like a take on me by aha? Where it's just like in 30 years, like people will definitely still be listening to them on the radio and stuff. If that or like however it is. <laughs> and it's so weird. It's so Mo weird. We it's so weird that we picked fucking take on me. Like they yeah. never made anything. And a lot of times like bands like that are really really popular today amongst multiple generations were seen as like very alternative at their time like depeche mode like when they yeah. like first came out like it was definitely considered like alt to like them like it wasn't like a very like popular band in the sense that like it wasn't you know what was like i guess like the most normal to listen to but like yeah. as time has gone on like any bands that were just like producing like pop hits or whatever I just feel like they don't have the same kind of legacy that a band like Depeche Mode or like the Talking Heads has today. Yeah. I feel like there's some obvious ones. Like I feel like uh, Tim and Paula, people will still listen to that in 30 years. Uh, I feel like I was actually talking, uh, actually, wait, before we get to music, uh, let me just uh, finish Ben's point 
Ben, to get back to your point, we are running the risk of in 30 years, everyone thinking of swag and thinking of like free shit. They get a corporate event and we cannot let that happen. We have really to remember to know if, if it'll, you think it'll last that long, like that definition bro, of it. What about, bro? How about if people 30 years from now listen to like swag, swag on you, sitting by the firewall info, and, and they think of like, oh, Justin Bieber got like a free shirt for sure. <laughs> what if that's what they think? Bro? <laughs> hey, turn my swag on. Turn my swag on. <laughs> turn, turn my little shitty fan, battery-powered fan with a logo for Microsoft on it. <laughs> Bro, Chase Chase Bank sunglasses. Chase Bank sunglasses on you. <laughs> yeah. But, Brandon, to your point, uh, I think... In 50 years, it's not going to be crazy to compare Kanye West to the Beatles. I can get behind that. I think that's a good yeah. take. Today, if you say something like that, you're going to be roasted. Roast. Yeah, but um, it's... His discography is just so, like, diverse and so extensive, though. Yeah. And, like, every and single album has, like... like The concept? Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of both. I'd say they're probably the two most influential artists in my life. Like, and I feel very comfortable comparing them. Um, so I think anything by Kanye West and, and 30 years is going to have the same legacy as like a Beatles song. And what else? Like an uh, like a take on me. Let me think of a take on me. If you asked me years ago, I'd say like call me maybe, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's hard don't to tell like which one hit wonder is yeah. still gonna be around because like there's gotta be one hit wonders from today that will still be like fire. Oh, Despacito. Like, still like oh a thing. You know what I mean? But like that's... at the same time, like take or um, call me maybe. I feel like it's kind of like faded out. Like, you can throw yeah. that on, anyone will know what that is, but it doesn't have, like, a culture behind it. Bro, Old Town Road. Yes, that song for sure. Because that's Dude, also, that's... like, the beginning of an era of just, like, craziness. Like, just the beginning of Lil Nas X and, like, how quickly the internet can, like, make people rise to fame and just, like, a, I guess, like, a new genre of music where you have country yeah. mixed with, like, hip-hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, Old Town like... Road. It was just such a lasting, like, meme. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm looking through the chart right now. Okay, eight. Okay. Actually, just let me Google it. Sorry. Oh, Pete. How do you guys feel about... um? What's that first uh, Cardi B song? Uh, you can fuck with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Shoes or something. Yeah. No, never mind. We can't even remember the name of the song. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, Old Town Road was number one in the U.S. for 17 weeks in a row. That's insane, actually. I don't know how, how like, compared to other ones, how crazy that is. 
I guess, yeah, that's fair, but like, it's, it's still like fucking highest, crazy. Yeah. Like Bro, world, how, how, do about, how do you guys feel about that Drake song? Da, 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 hotline Bling. Oh, yeah, that one. I guess like, I, I definitely enjoyed that song when it came out. Makes me think of Donald Trump dancing to that on SNL. <laughs> bro that's oh that kind of makes me cringe bro yeah the most 2016 thing ever is donald trump dancing to oh damn did he, did he host snl while he was a president while he was running for president that's great but how do they let that bro that snl that probably... does like let some controversial people like come on the show yeah they just had cam on yeah, and she did pretty good. And they've also yeah, had Elon Musk on earlier this year, and like that was bad. And he said, and he said, buy Dogecoin in the show. <laughs> yes, and then Dogecoin dropped, and like if he did that with like a stock, he would for sure be indicted. But because there's like no laws around crypto, like he's allowed to do that. That's insane. Yeah, guys, I was damn. Jadu's over here sucking multiple ghost sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Silently. Um nice. I, I Google it. Old Town Road broke the record for not like number of weeks in the number one spot. And it was 17 weeks. Like that was the longest at that point. Yeah, that's gonna stay. That's like crazy. Yeah, because think about road. like it's hard enough to stay at number one with like all the songs that exist like during your first week at number one, but then think about like any mm-hmm. song that comes out for the next 17 weeks, like cannot deeper in you. Oh, you know another one? Hmm. Pony. Pony. My pony. Oh, by, um, who's that by? I have no idea. Is that by Justin Timberlake? No. It's... I think I, I think of an old, like, um, what's it called? A, an old song. I like, a, yeah. like an R, R&B artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, is that? Okay. Yeah. Because, like, I'm thinking of songs that, like, like, um, like adults pay money to go to a bar in in, uh, Pacific Beach to listen to, you know? In 2021, they still do that, to listen to Pony. So then, like, that's huge staying power. In my book, yeah, that's fair. Songs that always play, Pony, um, Friday by Rebecca. No, yeah, dude, wait, but that song actually <laughs> is kind of wild because it's just like it, I feel like that literally is like it's just a deep dive study into how like cyberbullying can literally like. like literally all she did was like put out like a song that like got recorded at like some studio that her parents probably like paid some money for like her to have access to and then like she got famous like almost anyone would be like yeah i'm down to be famous even if it's for like something like that is just kind of like funny like that Mm -hmm. but when you're a kid and you have that kind of like attention put on you and like it's not like she's I don't know how much money she made off of it. I'm sure she made like a shit ton of money, but still it's like, 
I don't know. It, it goes like I feel like there's some people out there who would like take that and be like good with it, and then there's definitely like people out there who would like kind of fucks up everything for them. The timing of it was really unfortunate because if she did it a year later, she could have like built an empire out of that one fucking yeah. stupid song. Like, um, look at the Demilios. Yeah, literally, they built part out of literally nothing like they built an empire out of dancing songs yeah like stupid little dances to stupid little songs on tiktok and their stupid little phones on that stupid little app that they got off the stupid little app store no that's literally with their stupid little staircase and the the demilios that go up it (laughs) the demilios they, they, the only family the D'Amelios do not lose in the um, in the ratio of fame to talent is the Kardashians. The Kardashians like literally never displayed any talent whatsoever, and they're maybe like the most influential family on earth, or something like that, or like maybe top ten. The D'Amelios are a close second, though, because, like, the amount of talent they displayed for the amount of attention they have, insane. It is, absolutely. And then a close third is the Radigans. Yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah, because you guys, like, once you get to the law of, like, small numbers or the law of large numbers, like, because we are so famous, um, <laughs> at that point, like, the talent... It's hard to keep up. Exactly. Bro, I, I feel like your family could be like if if like you took everybody in your family like made exaggerated characters out of them, you could definitely make a sitcom out of it. <laughs> oh yeah, bro, be yeah, sick. Because every single one of us is like crazy. Is on the edge, except Big Tom. Big Tom <laughs> is a mediator. He's the straight bro, edge Big dad, Tom. and everyone else is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, he's crazy. Everyone- like with my experience, everyone's like has very big personalities and like um, is very passionate about a lot of stuff, which is very good. I'm not like dissing anyone. Um, and then Big Tom is just like chill as fuck always. He's like yeah. the turtle from uh, Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and bro, and he's so funny. If I told you all the stories about like the stuff that he does, where he just like gave no fucks. <laughs> I'll believe it in an instant. You have to tell them next next week, bro. Next week. Next week. Because we got to leave yeah. it on a cliffhanger. Hell yeah. yeah. For sure. Because uh, my name has been Brennan. And if you're watching instead of listening, you can tell that Jeremy has uh, expanded further west, further east, England. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Ooh. Heard it here first. I've been Ben, um, and I will personally take the responsibility upon myself to preserve the legacy of the Harlem Shake, lest we forget it in in 2050. That is a good one. Yeah, bro. I've been Jadu, and uh, Brandon, a word of of advice. Um, It hasn't really worked out in the past for Germany to expand uh, towards the west that much so you might want to 
I mean, take it slow. And my quote of the week is, I talk to God every day. That's my bestie. They're playing soccer in my backyard. I think it's Team Massey. Yeah. Goodbye. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. Your body is a... Bro, Ben, remember what you said? Slow patrol? Oh shit! Can we just live? And just forget the world. If we just live here. Oh, that's a good one. Dude, if we just. Do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? Said your body's a wonder wall. <laughs> Did I say that? Yes. When? Your and body. You what's said... that song by Jimmy E. World? <laughs> your you body's know, a wonder wall. No. And it takes some time to make a little Yeah, yeah, yeah.